All right, welcome to the receding money line episode nine. We're going to be talking about a crazy sports weekend. Um, last week we had a bachelor party and we had terrible weather on Saturday, so we spent the entire time watching betting on sports. Uh, there was nonstop action there, including the Derby, NHL playoffs, NBA playoffs, MLB day games, double headers from rainouts, a UFC event, and a boxing Canelo versus. Bivlo, I think his name is, and then finishing off with some F1 down in Miami. So we have a lot to talk about. Very excited to get with uh, to get through it. And with me, I got my man Pat. Yeah, I think that I like overdosed on sports last Saturday. Uh, so for a little more, a little more uh, color on last weekend, we had planned a really awesome weekend of. We got, we got this big house for this bachelor party we were at, huge yard, a ton of yard games. We were probably going to do some betting on wiffle ball between the two teams, uh, cornhole, spike ball, that game where you throw the Frisbee and you hit the beer bottle on top of the, the stick. Don't know what that one's called. And it was going to be a great day. Show up Thursday night. It's 65. Lovely. We're playing some beer dye in the backyard. And then from the second we woke up on Friday morning until we left on Sunday, it was 35 degrees and absolutely pouring down rain. Uh, so we did what all guys do and move every single TV from the house into the same room, line them up in size order, uh, go out and buy the necessary number of Roku's that you can watch all sport. You can watch sports on all three of them at the same time and come up with a day-long sports betting extravaganza. We had, as Steve said, we had NHL, MLB, day games, NBA, all the UFC fights, boxing match. And uh, we'll give a shout-out to our, to our friend Andrew Kirkman, who was he, he was the president of his AV club in, in, in high school and middle school. And let me tell you, the practice paid off because he, was, he did an A-plus job switching the TVs from – one game to the next all day, never a dull moment. And now we will get into it. It was awesome. There was a point where we were in the, the garage trying to play pool and ping pong and other crap. So we moved one of the televisions over and we couldn't get it to connect to the Wi-Fi. So every about two minutes, one guy like who didn't see anyone else would go over and try to connect it. And would just stare at it for five minutes and then leave. And then and, without fail, another person would be like, oh, well, I got this. Like, oh, let me, let me press the button. But the best part, one button. The best part was like the guys playing games like, like pool and beer pong and whatever, like knew that it wasn't going to work, but just like got sick of telling the new person every time that wasn't going to work. So we would just keep going. Like we would keep playing our games. Someone would rotate in. Someone would try to do the TV. We knew what the issue was. It wasn't going to work, but we just watched them struggle for about two hours until gave up and moved the TV back into the into the main room to be with its other two TVs, uh, brother and sisters. The, the, its bigger brother and sisters TVs. Yes. Yeah. Um, all right. So I'll start off. What's the 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 Celtics game last night? Two nights ago last night was all the sports are just completely mixing in my brain. It's just like playoff sports overload uh, games, game five Celtics bucks 
was a brutal loss for the Celtics. Yeah. 10, 10 point lead in the fourth quarter. And then uh, Giannis hits a three, which he had missed like three. He had missed three threes all game. He makes one with like a minute and a half left. All of a sudden, the, Celt- the Celtics go from being up 10 to only being up uh, up two. Bucks get free throws with about 15 seconds left. Giannis hits the first one, misses the second one. Bucks get offensive rebound, make the basket. Celtics can't score with, I don't know, seven seconds left. Really painful playoff loss. That's not my most painful playoff loss, but my question to you is what of your sports teams – What's one of the more painful playoff losses that that you can remember? There's, I'm gonna, I had an answer and I'm changing it. So it actually is the Braves played the Astros in the NL Division Series, and it was an elimination game. You know, I think it was two two, um, down in Houston, and they played an 18 inning game that I was watching the entire time. And they lost on in the Astro Stadium. There's a wall that it, it's a line. So if the ball is over the line, right. it's a home run. It, it has nothing to do with anything else. And it was like they did. It was before video replay, but they just kept video like replaying it. And no one cares because it's a Braves Astros game. Like, yeah, um, but it was. You could argue Braves fans will still argue that they did not, that was not a home run and the Braves got robbed, but yep. we got it back and we beat them last year in the world series. So that's, we got the what home. year estimate do you think that game was? Uh, I was definitely, I was in high school or middle school. I would, I would say 2006. Okay. I think. I mean, for me, the answer is pretty obvious. Growing up, I was uh, I was a nutso Red Sox fan. So, 2003, Aaron Boone, uh, home run off Tim Wakefield in the bottom of the 13th inning, was was obviously the most painful uh, most painful playoff loss. But I think the losses that we remember, just like like yours, got revenged, got avenged. The Red Sox you know, went on and, and came back from three nothing the next year. So I think we remember the losses, especially when we go on and avenge them afterwards. Cause then they're not as painful to think about. Yeah, they, I, yeah, they did. They definitely are. My other answer is the giants when they got shelled in the super bowl and they didn't win, you know, against the Patriots, the other two, that one would hurt a lot more. Yeah. Yeah. Patriots giants, uh, 18 wins, one giant loss would be my number two answer, I think. Yeah, <laughs> I, I'm surprised that's not number one. But, yeah, that's a, that was a tough one. But I guess – I was just a bigger Red Sox fan than I was. And I'm a bigger Patriots fan now than I was a Red Sox fan. But when I was at my peak, Red Sox paying attention, uh, love of baseball, it was bigger than any time I've been a Patriots fan. And when you're a kid, when you're a kid and you can come home and watch every single game, you don't have, you know, other obligations like drinking after work with your coworkers and getting really banged up on a Thursday night, like you did last night, then, uh, you know, it's easier to just completely fall in love with the game. You want to talk, uh, uh, Crosby hit for a sec? (laughs) Yeah. Was it, was that legal? Was I mean, obviously, anytime he you get a shot at Crosby, 
you're you're trying to hit him. Yeah. But didn't get suspended. He didn't well because he's playing because Crosby's coming back. Not tonight. He's not coming back tonight. No, I just saw Crosby's out game six. Oh, interesting. That's why uh, Rangers are favorites tonight. Okay. I mean that. Yeah. I mean that definitely explains. It. I mean he's still their best. You know, Crosby's still their best player. What What was his injury? He, I watched uh, the hit. A couple. A was it a head? It's got to be a concussion because his elbow I mean, was was way up has, here. Hasn't Crosby taken? just so many hits to the head isn't that a problem for him i i think it is i think he like almost retired because of concussion confirmed concussion yeah yeah that kind of that that does suck i mean you never want to see guys get hurt um especially players as good as as Sidney crosby but you know i got 200 bucks on the rangers to win the series so He's one enough want, he's he's one enough me don't, to worry. Do. don't worry about what it want me to, what do you want me to do cry for the guy like Truba didn't get suspended, and I've got tickets to a Rangers game in the next series. So, you know, this is what it is. Yeah, and I, they got to, like, redo the hockey helmets. They get too many concussions from, from like, people, from elbows and knees and things like that. You think that. They, need, they should wear, like, football, football helmets? I think <laughs> hockey players just, like, take pride in how much they get hurt. Yeah, I, that's, that's a great thing to take pride when all the best players are getting injured in playoffs. And none of the fans know the other players. That that's a great product. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, All right, let's move. Let's move so much this. to talk about. Yeah, let's just get back into into the the stuff. Let's start off with the Derby. What a what a great race and very exciting. But no one had money on that horse. You could hear it. Yeah, the like, whole stands was like, who? Like. By now, I think we've seen the video of Rick Strike, the horse that won at 80 to 1 odds, coming back through the field. And his, his, uh, I almost said his caddy, <laughs> the horse's caddy, um, the horse's the ride, jockey, the jockey. Um, gets like, get, is getting a ton of credit as he should because he like steered the horse out of traffic basically. Um, but you could hear the stands were just dead quiet when he when he won because nobody had money on Rich Strike. Yeah, <laughs> which is a bummer, including us, including us. We had five other horses in the race um, and not we did, him. We did the classic thing where we had five horses. We put 10 bucks each on five horses, so $20 uh, total on five horses. And then, like, like as – like the horses are being loaded into the gates. One of our buddies is like, can I, can I get in on that? Can I split that with you? And we're like, uh, fine. Like, fine. Yeah. You can get in on it. And then, and then we lose. And I'm like, all right, dog, pay out. 30, bucks, 30 bucks, easier 30 bucks we've ever made. I know. I was so bummed when we agreed on it. And I was like, yeah. But like if one of our horses, like, like summer is tomorrow, or summer for tomorrow, or summer is forever. Is summer tomorrow or forever? Well, it's, it is forever. So that I don't know if the horse's name, but yeah, but that our horse I think was our longest shot horse, and it was leading the first third of the race. Um, so they do not do a good job of telling you who's in the lead. I on think the derby. The, that was I like, think it I broke. Tell. It, I think it broke. I think the graphic broke, or like the system that, that keeps track because. They had Summers tomorrow in the lead when he was. And then even when other horses clearly passed him and he wasn't in the lead, the graphics still said Summers tomorrow, like in first. And then like 
three quarters of the way through or two thirds of the way through, they just dropped the graphic altogether. Yeah. So I it saw must that. not have been working. Okay. That was frustrating. And then you can't see the numbers with the camera angles. Yeah. And then you have JT and all, some of your other friends screaming in your ear. So you can't <laughs> hear the announcer calling the race. <laughs> we love JT, our guest from last week. Yeah. Hockey, hockey genius. Yeah. Well, um, but that was fun, though. Yeah. The Derby's so that, fun. The Derby's a blast. I do have one bone to pick. Um, yeah. You know, I think there's there's too much nepotism in, in the Kentucky Derby. I think horse oh. racing in general. Uh, it's all about who your mom and dad are. Uh, you know, there's <laughs> not enough horses that pull themselves up from their, from their, the boot their straps. bootstraps. You know, I don't hear any stories like that. It's all about who they're. No, like lower, like middle, lower class horses who, you know, had to be driven to the stables after school or like walk five miles to the stables. Like none of that. None of that. It was all getting getting pampered from day one uh, when your when your mom was artificially inseminated by American Pharaoh's uncle. <laughs> Those always seem to be the horses winning, winning on Saturday at the Derby. Oh, yeah. Well, that's yeah. That whole thing is crazy because like I don't like the names are so weird and there's so many of them. They, they all like I can always forget them. So then when they talk about, oh, that's his dad is this person and his mom is this and his brother are these horses. And I'm like, I don't I don't remember who they are. I remember Secretary and American Pharaoh. And that's all I got. Tough, tough loss for all um, uh, medical device horses as Cyberknife oh, just, yeah. couldn't, just couldn't pull through. Yeah, that's not good. <laughs> that's yeah. When you're a loser and you are a surgery, that is not what you want to hear. But yeah, well, so that was Derby. Um, you had a uh, really good NBA bet hit, which was the Heat winning their series four to two. Yeah, plus four, I mean, plus four fifty. Yes, as everyone knows, I was big on the Sixers, but then once. Joel and B got hurt. I cut bait, you know, and threw money on a four to two and that hit. And that's awesome. And I'm still like in all of those. I can hit, I got Mavericks to win in game seven. That would be plus 800. That'd be plus 800. That'd be great. I warriors. Wow. I can't hit anymore. I think I lost that one. Cause that's four to one. I think it's three, two. I think it's four to three. I think it's three, two now. Yeah. Yeah. And then I saw the, I had the bucks just plus 175 so that's good that's pretty good i mean you win one plus 450 you're you're in pretty good shape uh, yeah it pays for all pays for all of them so yeah that's like when you have the largest bet you ever placed in your life and it's on tiger woods to make the cut yeah. <laughs> when he makes the cut nothing else really matters nothing else really matters <laughs> like you strategically place all these small bets on like on like a bunch of random golfers but you can't win if any money if tiger doesn't make the cut that is, um, that's true. Let's talk about Canadian teams versus non-Canadian teams. Okay. America's I, team. <laughs> I got so much shit from you and from JT. JT, uh, the Flames are the only Canadian team that can possibly win. Okay. Well, let me tell you that every Canadian team right now is the favorite to win their series. The favorite. Oilers. Uh, game. Well, okay. Let me back up for a sec. Game seven in hockey playoffs. If you're a sports fan, you know that the hockey hockey playoffs are really fun because you can just feel the intensity that the players play with. And there's nothing better than a game seven tomorrow. We are blessed. 
the sports gods have blessed us with three game sevens. And the NHL does a really good job of staggering the games so that you can basically watch all of them. Yeah. So Bruins at Canes, my Boston Bruins are dogs tomorrow. Now. So are you going to bet on them? I will bet on them. Yeah. Okay. We're, yeah. I, think we're, I think we're going the game seven tomorrow. We're going opposite on all three. Um, I'm going Carolina to start off. You're going to go Bruins and then it's yeah. two and then it's two Canadian and then, versus... and then my Canadians. Yeah. Well, I have my Canadian teams to win the Stanley cup and I don't, well, so game two is lightning at Maple Leafs. Um, the Leafs are minus minus one twenty five favorites. Maybe I'll take that just cause they're home. And then the Oilers Kings it's in Edmonton and the, and the Oilers are minus two twenty. I, I just like don't minus two twenty on a money line. That's just like uh, it doesn't doesn't move the needle. It's hockey. Like anything can happen. If if the Kings score the first goal, then I'll look at the live lines, and if I can get it close to even, then maybe I'll I'll take the Oilers there. Um, but what a day tomorrow! That's, three game sevens. That'll no that's that's going to be good. And then today tonight we have three game sixes. So I just want to give a shout out to the NHL and uh, the parity. Not the bird, the Not parody, bird. the uh, level fieldedness that exists in the NHL because we're being treated to some great, great puck. Yeah. And I, I really want to, I think the biggest upset alert for the Canadian teams right now is the Stars. America's team, the Stars, we talked about them a lot on the weekend. I think they're, they're definitely, they can make it happen. I think the Flames are, are the number one in danger Canadian team. That's wait. I blacked out for a sec. Why do you think that? Because they're they're playing America's team. And it's very tough oh. as a Canadian team to play America's team. You know, there's Dallas Stars fans everywhere you go in America. You know, walk down the street in Manhattan. I see that D, that green, that everywhere, green jersey, everywhere, everywhere. Um, who when it, when it comes to crunch time, who wins fire or ice? Uh. Justice, um, the stars, the, the, <laughs> the stars, <laughs> the stars. It was a trick question. <laughs> a trick question. The stars always win. Um, so yeah, I'm, I'm, it should be good. Uh, I think that overall, like other than the fact that the Avalanche just destroyed, I don't even know who they played. The, the Nashville Predators. Yeah, the Preds. Like that, every other series has been really good, and it should be a good. I mean, I hope it continues throughout. All, yeah, all, it's pretty sweet. It's, it's pretty fun. Um, you know, as somebody, like, I don't think either of us ever really played hockey growing up, uh, but playoff hockey is, is just is just really great. Um, yeah. So having, having six of the eight series go at least six games is, is fun. Um, oh, I NBA. also hit the uh, – did the Avalanche sweep the Predators? I think I may have hit that too. So they did. They did. Nice work. Um. My big one is still uh, my Rangers parlay, which it's a parlay of buying a ticket and putting money on the Rangers, buying a ticket for series two and putting money on the Rangers to win series one. What's their odds to win the series now? Uh, plus 220. Okay, that's good. Yeah, that's good. And they're minus 125 to win tonight in Pittsburgh. Mm-hmm. So I think, 
I don't know if Crosby's going to be back for game seven or not, but um, yeah, a win tonight would be, would be awesome. Um, it's been really good for me as a Boston sports fan because the NBA has stopped like they're, they like don't do the two games off anymore in the second series in between two days off in between games. So I've had like Celtics one night, Bruins the next night, Celtics one night, Bruins the next night for the past week and a half. That is good. I, My wife they... is loving all of, the, <laughs> all of the sports. Yeah. Tori's favorite thing is that they, they just strategically made all these Boston sports on odd, odd games. We, we, um, I like gave in once the Celtics or the Bruins went up like four one last night. I we we switched it in the third period. We watched the first two episodes of Entourage. I don't know if you've heard of that show. They're very and, you gotta get to the Jimmy Kimmel episode. That's the best episode of all time. Yeah, like the first two episodes, Tori was like, Tori was like, This is on like this is Entourage, like this is the show everyone loves. Like it took them a while to get into their rhythm, I think. And the the first season was filmed in 2004. So it was just like everything just feels a little like a little bit like lower production value, but it's funny when, um, when Vinny Chase is pulling out his like super chunky foot phone and like throwing it to eat to answer all his calls. <laughs> yeah. It's really just a period piece. Um, because they, it actually is. Cause then they mentioned like the celebrities that were like big oh, back yeah. then. I yeah. think in one of those first episodes, like one of Vince's like flings is like is a girl like I don't even know her name and she was in a movie I've never heard but like at that time that that was a, like it was like the big bounce and it was a Sarah Paul like some girl yeah. named Sarah and I was like who is this yeah it's pretty fun there's something about flip phones that we've lost when like you're really upset at the end of a call and you just want to like slam your your Motorola Motorola razor shut it's really satisfying like it's not as satisfying to like, you know, press the red button on your on your no, iPhone. It's, oh, it's not. Why do all IT guys have Androids? Something I've noticed. All the IT guys at our company, big shout out, they're like awesome. But they all have they all have Androids. I, if you pay attention, you'll notice the same thing. I think you're right. Um, I think it's because they there's a lot of people. I used to be one of them. That if you have Apple products, you're a sheep. Um, because they're over, they're over your sheep, they're overly expensive. Like it's the same smartphone. Apples are a thousand dollars. Um, whatever. Droid okay. We're is, off topic. 600. We're off topic. But, <laughs> but here's a shout out to all everyone else. Verizon's giving out free iPhones. I gotta go pick mine up. Um, that doesn't sound right to me, but it's all commercial. <laughs> Dis- <laughs> disclaimer. That might not be true. That might have been. I, I saw it on a, on a commercial. I'm going to go check it out. All right. Time. All right. Moving moving on from uh, <laughs> iPhones. Go to NBA. Let's go, let's go uh, to NBA. What do you, anything interesting? I mean, John Morant's out. So like, that okay. series is, is boring. The only good one is like, is is the Sun series is going back and forth. Well, the Buck series is really good too. I. Uh, I guess I'll just jump ahead and give give one NBA pick for this sure. week. But so Dallas last night beat the Suns by 27 points in Dallas, granted. Yeah. And now on Sunday, Dallas is six and a half point dogs. Like small brain logic is that makes no sense. And 
you should be taking Dallas plus six and a half uh, in Phoenix on Sunday, I believe. Maybe it's tomorrow. Um, That doesn't make sense to me. And that brings me to my next question. Why is, why is home field advantage in basketball so good? Like the court is the same. There's, there's fans yelling in both places. Like you, are you really listening to if they're yelling for you or against you when you're playing, like just play hard, no matter what. What am I, I missing? It, well, it's interesting, right? Cause the NBA players like to act like they don't like the fans don't affect them. Right. They always hundred percent like they're like, they, they kind of hate the fans at a certain point, but when a Dallas Mavericks 17-year-old fan is trying to hug Chris Paul's mom, like, obviously, he's going to turn the ball a little over a little more. Like, he's too busy kicking fans out of the stadium. Yeah. Like, how could – like, I'm trying to – I'm trying to guard Luka Doncic and some jerk is is harassing my mom. Like, this is this makes it a little hard. So That is think, next level. That is next level by the fans. It's very funny when someone gets kicked out and their mom escorts them out of the building. <laughs> like he was with his mom. It is good. But anyway, Dallas plus six and a half. Uh, I've got Celtics plus uh, 120 tonight. Um, like, and, I, and I'm taking Celtic plus 220 to win the series. I think like the Celtics look really, really good. And they got soft for a minute and a half at the end of the game last night. And um, they let the box just, just come right back in it. And missing that second free throw and getting an offensive rebound was like, like criminal by the Celtics allowing that to happen. Yeah. So, but that series can go either way. I think you just take, yeah, you just really take good. the better odds and it, cause exactly. it can go either way. That's what I, I would do. I, I agree. I agree. So th- those games have been so close. Yeah. Um, but I do feel like every time I look up, like the Celtics are are in a lead, and it's just can they hold on the last the last quarter? Um, There's too much green on those games. Like the Bucks are wearing green jerseys, the Celtics are wearing jer- green jerseys, and it, it's it literally it messes with that bother me. that bothers you that bothers you. <laughs> yeah, because yeah, usually one green team, the other, you know, that's like the odd color. So that's my you know that's my take on the series. Uh, it's but you great. like this, but but it doesn't bother you in hockey with America's team. With America's team, well, they don't play another green team. I mean, if they played the Wild, it'd be too much green. The the series that does annoy me is the Maple Leaves versus the Lightning. Those guys have the same jerseys. Like I think the only difference is yeah. the Lightning wears they wear a white helmet more, but I don't even know if that's true. Um, F one, real quick. Yeah, let's last, get- <laughs> last weekend was uh, the first, the inaugural Miami Grand Prix. Mm-hmm. Real F1 hardos would point out that there have been other, or real auto racing hardos would point out that there have been other races called Miami Grand Prix in the past, but this was the real one. because No, F- no F1s. Because Justin Bieber was there and Tom Brady was there and Lindsey Vaughn was there. And one of the cool things she F1 broke Tiger Woods' was, heart. She did. He's doing fine, though. Yeah. Um, one of the cool things about F1 that the closest thing to it is like media day at the Super Bowl, but it happens every week at F1, is that the, they call it the grid walk, which is when all the cars are on the grid before the race and the mechanics are, are doing stuff to the cars. They're uh, keeping these 
heated blankets on the tires to keep them warm. They're making final preparations to, you know, whatever preparations they do. And like, there's 2000 celebrities and cameras and random people just walking up and down, like, like touching the cards and like walking, maybe there's some ropes around the cards, but like literally walking up and down uh, the grid and Martin Brundle, who is the announcer for uh, Sky Sports, which is the broadcast you see on ESPN. He's like going up and down and interviewing people. And there's this like guy named Jean-Luc Vaki. Have you ever heard of this guy? He's like some like Instagram celebrity influencer guy. Like maybe he's like all tatted up. He's like older, but he's like ripped and tatted up and like very fashionable and got white hair and looks very cool. And Brundle was asking him, he was like, oh, like you look very interesting. Like, what's your name? Uh, he was like, oh, like this guy's annoying. Like my name is Jean-Luc Avaki. And then uh, Martin Brundle was like, oh, that's, that's cool. Like, what do you do? What are you doing here? Uh, why are you famous? He was like, social media sensation. And then <laughs> Martin Brundle like tries to ask him one more question. And the guy just turns away. And then Brundle looks at the camera and he's like, well, that did not go well. <laughs> like it's so like, then he just goes from celebrity to celebrity, just making small talk. And, and he says he will never watch one of those back because they're so painfully awkward. Well, um, he, there was a, the guy that is going to be a, a top draft pick that plays on Duke. He thought he was, uh, Oh, Pat Patrick Holmes. Mahomes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> He's probably walking around like, why does no one have name tags? Like, like yeah. how am I supposed to know what everyone is? <laughs> but it's so funny and it's so unique to F1 that, uh, and I think in Miami, it was particularly cool because there were so many celebrities there mm-hmm. that it made for an interesting race or an interesting uh, grid walk. The race called it last week, high conviction, Max Verstappen, minus 125, was never really in doubt. Um, in the last couple laps, it looked like there was a yellow flag. It looked like maybe Leclerc was going to be able to catch him, um, but if I was watching the live odds and the live odds never really changed that much for max. It was like, it was like minus 500 the whole time. Uh, so you're welcome to our listeners. I, I let you down the week before with a Leclerc pick uh, max easy win. Uh, no race this weekend. We're in Spain next week. Uh, usually Spain is pretty boring from what I remember. So um, I didn't know they had a break. So I put a bet on max for this weekend at minus one Oh five. I feel it. So that's good to know that it's actually, yeah, that'll be, that'll it's be actually two me. weeks away. That'll be good for next weekend. Yeah. Um, do they, do they mean, also, do they race on like red clay? Like they play tennis on or is it? No, no. But apparently that this, uh, this Spanish Grand Prix is like not, not that exciting. And then Monaco after that is like also not exciting at all. Oh, um, really? No, it's too, the streets are too narrow and the cars have gotten too big and wide that, there's just no passing they overtaking. Can't, they can't change the city a little bit. There's, there's, so the track has changed over the years several times. Okay. To, to try to accommodate the cars changing. Yeah. But like Monaco is the world's second smallest nation behind the Vatican. And you can't, you just can't do it. Here's an idea F1, F1 race in the Vatican. <laughs> <laughs> now, we're t- now we're talking. Now we're talking. Get the Pope involved. Yeah. Yeah. Um, all right. So that's F1. Uh, Byron Nelson, golf this week. Got any picks? No. 
Dude, I can't like it's hockey and it's basketball. And we'll talk about the, the I mean the the PGA championship is right. We'll do PGA next week. Yeah. For sure. Which I people are getting pretty excited about. I feel like, you know, they, they all want a piece of, of Scotty Scheffler. So yeah, that should be good. Tigers plan. Okay. So I'm I am pretty big on golf Twitter. And there's 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 usually not a ton of drama in golf Twitter, but right now there's a lot of drama because you have the uh, live golf, which is the Saudi golf league. And Greg Norman is just like letting himself on fire saying the, the dumbest shit possible and basically being like an apologist for horrible, like human rights atrocities by the Saudis. So that's been, uh, it's, it's been some schadenfreude in watching Greg Norman just like, like run that league into the ground by himself. Um, and you might not know this, but um, Patrick Reed, his wife, and maybe also his father-in-law run a burner account on Twitter, but everyone knows it's them. And it's called use golf facts and I've facts heard, and facts is in all capital letters. Um so golf facts was tweeting this week. Um, I guess Tiger a few weeks ago went to Southern Hills, which is where the PJ is and like played around with the head pro there and like got all sorts of tips and tricks and whatever and use golf facts tweeted. And they were like, today they were like, um, when Patrick Reed went there the week before um, they wouldn't even give him a yardage book. <laughs> And everyone's like, there's no way that's true that he can't find a yardage book for a major championship venue. He's um, a major winner. I mean, he's a major dick as well, and notably known for that yeah. and cheater. Um, and then you, which is fine. I mean, hey, you cheat at golf, you know, but don't get mad. You can't cheat and then also be like, and no, no one likes me. Like, what, what, right. is, what is this about? Like, you've done like there were rumors that you cheated when you were at Georgia during like the uh, qualifying for who's going to play, like you just seem like a bad guy and having your wife and father-in-law run a burner account. Like how have you not told them to stop doing that? It makes you look so stupid. Like everyone knows it's you. All right, moving on. What else we got? Um, oh, I have a fun bet for tonight okay. that I found. Okay. It's called the NHL grand salami and Ooh. it's home goals versus away goals. And tonight, home goals is plus one forty-five. Okay, so I'll cooking. be take, I'll be taking the home cooking tonight plus one forty-five, um, which I should have checked if that goes against my Canadians. <laughs> Not my Canadian, my my Canadians. Yeah, it's a little uh, confusing to keep it all together. Um, yeah, I think it but, does, unfortunately. No, yeah. Actually, no, because the reason that's a favorite, or sorry, uh, an underdog bet is because all the underdog teams are home. Wait, yeah. No, that's not true. Because the Maple Leafs are home. They're favorites. The Oilers are home. They're favorites. The Canes are home. They're favorites. Maybe I read it wrong, and I just don't understand how this bet works. <laughs> Why is it called the Grand Salami? That's like, I don't know. The NHL is taking a saying from MLB and applying it to a home versus away goals that 
That makes no sense. Absolutely. They got to make, they should have brought in a new de- type of deli meat comparison. <laughs> the grand Gabagool. Yeah. The grand Capicola. So, um, all right. What do you got for this week or for tonight? I mean, there's so much going on. What do I got tonight? I, like I said, I'm, I'm going hockey and I'm pretty much like completely opposite of you. Um, and then yeah. I, put, I put in a bunch of, they had some good boosts on uh, like all the New York teams winning. So like I have a parlay that the Yankees, the Rangers, and I guess that's it um, all win together. And that, that was a good boost. So I, I have that, um, but that, that you're right. I think it goes against my Pittsburgh pick. So what are you going to do? You do this thing where you place like 20, bets a night and i think you get yourself all twisted sometimes it's called hedging um accidentally hedging <laughs> accidentally hedging. well sometimes you make bets so long ago you, ha- you can't keep track of them yeah so i have i do have a, I have a, a parlay a, a mlb parlay for for everybody um baltimore orioles plus one and a half against detroit pittsburgh plus one and a half against the lowly reds and miami plus one and a half against the milwaukee brewers so we're going with the underdogs and that one and a half point spread. Nice. I like that. Um, all right. That was, that was fun. We got, uh, like we said, more NHL tonight, NBA, finishing up the second round. Uh, we're just going to ignore that there's a golf tournament going on this weekend because there's been nothing about it and we have a major next week. Um, so we'll, we'll try to, we'll try to record for you guys on, on Wednesday night so that we can get it out before our golf starts on Thursday. And, uh, yeah, F1 next weekend too. So keep listening, throw some comments on, on Instagram. Uh, if you go check the gram, you might see some pictures from, uh, mega TV last weekend and the betting board. So if you are ever stuck in a room with uh, 16 guys and it's pouring rain and you can't go outside, you have our permission to use uh, our betting board, which was the back of a Bud Light case. So with that, we'll sign off. Receding Moneyline is out. We'll see you guys next week. Have a good one.